how do you get off the help desk and start developing your career into either like a networking or security or something like that uh the short answer you work your ass off sorry (laughs) (laughs) no you're 100 correct so today's video is a continuation of last week's video where we talked about the importance of your resume and advancing your career in the it field we're going to continue that video and figure out what skills you need to be successful in the career field And we're also going to figure out where certifications play into that picture. So if you haven't watched that video yet, go check it out first. The link is down in the description. And with that said, let's go ahead and dive on into today's video. We were talking about, um, you know, when you start getting into those upper level positions, which Mm. I like that conversation because I don't feel like there's a lot of help getting into the IT career field there's not a lot of help on once you're there, what do you do to advance your career? You know, and I kind of want to talk about that for a second, you know, once you've got that entry level experience, you know, you say you've done like two, two years or so on the help desk or maybe more, Mm -hmm. what do you do? A lot of people say that, you know, they kind of feel stuck there. How do you get off the help desk and start developing your career into either like a networking or security or something like that? Uh, the short answer, you work your ass off. Sorry, Faith. <laughs> no, you're 100% correct there. I don't, I don't know if you need to bleep that out, but yes, you work your butt off. Uh, that's yeah. one. So now the question is, what does working your butt off entail, right? So one, the first thing I would say is, is a lot of people, they're always in a position and they're they're chasing the next one. I'm on the help desk, but I want to be the, uh, the network guy. Or I want to be the security guy. And that's all fine and good, right? On your own time, study for that, learn for that. However, the number one thing you can do to get out of the help desk or out of any entry-level position is be exceedingly good at your current position, right? If you are crappy at your current job, no one's going to give you the time of day to move up. Like, if you can't handle this, why am I going to give you more responsibility? So number one, be really good at your current job uh, and then start getting ready for that next role. So if, if you want to go from help desk to, let's say, the help desk manager, Find out what your help desk manager has has trouble with. And trust me, everyone has their pain points. Your job is to make your boss look good. Um, just a side, side note, there's a book called 48 Laws of Power. And one of them is uh, make your master shine, right? Uh, don't compete with them. Make them shine. If you can push your boss up, uh, your boss will always drag you up with them because they <laughs> know that they're looking good because of you. I need to keep you with me. Um, because from the other side, from the boss's side, it's actually hard to get good people. So if you can be that, that, you know, key person for your boss, they're always going to move you up. Now, if your desire is not necessarily to move up in that particular silo, you're on the help desk, but you want to become a, a security person. Um, if your company allows it, see if there's any secondment roles or shadowing opportunities, um, find out uh, someone in that in that company or in your company who's who has your dream job or or your next level job, and find out what they did or what they should what you should study or learn to get there. So so prepare so that when the opportunity comes up, you already have everything you need. Because when that that dream job opens up or opportunity opens up, that's not the time to go to global knowledge or any of the the IT courses to get the certifications. You should have had that already so that when opportunity knocks, you're ready to open the door. Awesome. And, you know, I can personally attest to pretty much everything you just said, because that mm-hmm. has happened to me. Um, you know, my first job was an 
IT support specialist. You know, it was a basic right. help desk job. My job description was to be a help desk, you know, to reset Active Directory mm -hmm. passwords, to create email accounts. I was with that company for two years and my job role morphed so many times. It, by the time I left, I was designing the complete IT infrastructure for all our brand new hotel builds. Mm -hmm. Like I was using really nice software to lay out and map Wi-Fi access points and do all this stuff yeah. is only because I worked my butt off and showed that I actually had those skills and knowledge. Financially, it paid off because yeah. I, in, a year into my job there and without doing anything, I got an $11,000 a year pay raise. That's nice. huge. Um, and, you know, that's not the case for everyone. But yeah. I can tell you, I worked my butt off trying to learn everything I possibly could do and find out all my boss's problems and try yeah. to help him solve them. And it didn't go unrecognized. The, the owner of the company came to my boss and said, look, your guy is working too hard. We need to pay him more. <laughs> but those were literally their words. You know, exactly. Yeah. Um, so, you know, hard work and dedication doesn't go unnoticed um in a, a lot of employers there's a few times you will find that yeah. to be the case and in those situations there's nothing you can do and you you shouldn't let that get to you um you know don't let that get you down don't let that change you because someone will realize your potential um so and to me if my hard work isn't going notice that's a reason to double down yeah. and work even harder absolutely and you know what um not to not to plug one of my own videos, but I only have oh, a couple. Oh, go ahead, one, please one do. Them, the last one I did, um, I actually addressed this very point, right? I, I called it the three IT skills that will make you a star, and these are IT skills that are that are not technical, um, and and I call it the three R's, right? Uh, resourcefulness, responsiveness, and reliability, right? You have to be resourceful. So especially when you're at the at the early stages of your career, you want like me as a boss, I want to be able to give something to someone. And if you don't know how to do it, don't say, uh, I don't know how to do it or run to the next guy. You, you might have to, but are you the type of person that can figure it out? That's a huge trait to have in IT. Like, especially now with, with Google, with, with um, so many other uh, um, training, online training. Uh, There's so many sites. resources out there. Resources, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, YouTube videos, et cetera. There's no reason you can't figure something out. Even if you don't fully figure it out, the fact that you've gone to the trouble of trying to figure it out and already moved a few steps forward, that's big, right? So be resourceful. The other one is, is especially at my level here when I have people coming to me, is, is responsiveness. Uh, I, I can tell you one of, the, one of my personal pet peeves is that when, when I send an email or a message, especially if it's my own team, and it takes them forever to come back with it. That, that's it, it. Really bugs me. And and other people at my, my level and directors and VPs, they hate it. Even if you don't have time to get back, send the, just reply back. Say, hey, John, um, I got your email. Yeah, uh, let me look into it. I'll get back to you this afternoon or tomorrow, etc. Nobody expects you to drop everything and and deal with their stuff. They might expect you, but you know they're not. They're not realistic. <laughs> it's not real, it's, it's not, yeah, it's it's not a realistic <laughs> expectation. Exactly. But as long as you tell them that I hear you, I'll 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 do it, and this is when I can get back to you on it. That's enough. And last but not least is reliability. If you if if you say you're going to do something, did you do it? 
if you have these three traits where like you're resourceful, you're responsive and you're reliable, I'm telling you, doesn't matter if you're on the help desk or you're like the CIO of a company, um, you're going to be successful. And if you're missing them, you're not going to be successful at all. I can guarantee it. So really quick, I we are going to link your video down in the description. So guys, <laughs> oh, <thank> you. <laughs> if you're if you're if you're interested at all in checking it out, go down in the description. It's going to be down there. I definitely highly recommend it. And uh, back to you, like your your little thing you're talking about emails. That's those little yeah. things add up. And I I, I will mm -hmm. tell you an honest truth right now is I I almost always like I okay I have a three at work I have a. Technically, I have a four monitor setup because I monitor a lot yeah. of systems, but my mm -hmm. main computer uses three monitors. And I almost always on one of those monitors, I have my emails up yeah. and up and running. And I've, and people have said, wow, you're like, are you always on your email? I'm like, no. <laughs> but when the email comes in, I'll glance at it. And if it's if something I can fire off a quick response to, mm -hmm. or if I can just at least let them know, hey, I received it. I'm in the middle of something. Give me mm -hmm. however long. And that goes so long, uh, such a long way. And people, yeah. you build up trust, you build up, you build up so many good things by just being attentive to situations. Mm -hmm. So that, you know, that's um, a really good. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one of the places I, I, I actually worked at Deloitte for a few years uh, back in the day. And um, one thing my boss told me at that time, uh, and I think he's now the CTO of, of that, uh, of Deloitte Canada I really love what he told me is that you have to, you have to protect your reputation. Um, you have a brand. You don't have to have like a YouTube channel or anything like that. You personally, you have a personal brand in any company that you work on, uh, work in, sorry. Um, are you the type of person that, that, you know, people know, know that, you know, if you give it to, if you give it to this, this person, they're going to get it done. You have to protect that. If you're the type of person that, everyone knows that he responds right away or, or, or does the best that they can. That's the brand and reputation you build. So when you have a positive personal brand that you've established in your company, protect it at all costs because it takes years to build and it only takes a couple of miscues to really lose that trust with people. Um, and, and part of that is also important is, is the perception. So I'll give you an example. Um, there are some people who are very soft-spoken right? They're, they're very, in, they're introverts. They don't speak up. They have good ideas. They don't speak up. Um, but that doesn't mean that they're timid or shy. That's just the way they are. But the perception is that they're very weak or they're, they're mute. They don't want to talk. They don't want to do stuff. They're lazy, whatever. You have to be cognizant of what other people think about your brand as well, right? And if you see that you are developing this reputation of being this person, even though it's not true, you have to make sure that you change that and you go from being uh, uh, perceived as this bad guy to being something a bit more um, more positive in other people's uh, eyes. So that that whole that whole concept of of protecting your personal brand in a company, I think it's, it's extremely important. So you just said something I want to touch on really quick is in IT, really in any job field, trust. Mm -hmm can be broken so quickly. Yeah. Um, and I, I've seen this and it is a, it will destroy a career in a heartbeat. Um, yeah. And you, you, that's one thing you just got to keep in your mind, back in your mind is, you know, be that trustworthy person because as soon as that trust is lost, it is so difficult, if not yeah. impossible 
to build that back up. So just that's a that was a really good point. I just want to re re retouch on mm. that. And, and you know, it also makes a difference on the size of your of your company. So, for example, in a smaller company, you probably have more access to a director, a VP, or even the owner of the company. You probably see them in the hallway. Or yep. I mean, now everyone's working from home, but but you know what I mean. They, you have Absolutely. that interaction with them. So if you screw up a couple of times, you still have another shot to make up your your reputation. But now imagine you work for a big company, right? They have tens of thousands of people all over the world, and a, and a VP emails you about something. You might never get another chance to talk to that VP for another five months, or maybe even five years, or never. However, that first interaction that they had with you, that they will remember that. And trust me, directors, VPs, uh, executives, they talk amongst themselves. You might think that they don't know your name, but they know, right? That VP will be like, hey, you know what? Joe on the help desk, he was fantastic. I had this problem. He solved it. He couldn't figure it out at the beginning, but he had such a great attitude that I didn't mind. Meanwhile, another person might have this thing where he caught Joe on a bad day. And even though Joe's been 99% solid that one day that he was off, that's when he got caught and he's like, yeah, Joe sucks. Don't promote him or don't give him that project, et cetera. You know, I have a funny story about this. It goes back to my very first job. Um, I was Mm -hmm. on site working and just working my butt off going above and beyond. Like I always did. And I didn't realize the general manager of that location was actually related to the owner. It was the owner's sister and I had no clue. And I, I just, was myself i was doing a great job Mm. and i flew back to my home office and i sat down and not like 10 seconds after i sat down the owner themselves walked into my office and said you never guess who i just got the phone with and she told me the story on how this person you know her her sister was ranting and raving how how great i was and Mm -hmm. you know and i'm like to be honest with you i had no clue you guys were even related but Little things like that, you might not even know that you're being watched. Is the point I'm trying to get at? You might not even know you're being watched. You might not know that someone's noticing, but they are. And word mm-hmm. travels fast, you know, among like like you're yeah. saying, among higher level executive people. So, um, you know, go ahead. And and it's not it's not just higher level executives, right? Even your peers. And yeah. I think that's just as important, right? You have to have a good uh, rapport with your peers in any Absolutely. in any boat company uh, group right it's it's people people detect very quickly who pulls their weight and who doesn't right so protecting your you don't want to be that person that's like super nice and like highly motivated when when the executive comes as soon as they leave the room you're back to like yeah whatever right and absolutely being a bit of a jerk with your team you got to be good with your team first your immediate manager and if you're doing those things right the rest of the organization knows anyways and that that's a great point and you know um to me it just comes second nature i i i admit because um i just try to give my 100 percent all the time but you know that's you you everyone you know word travels fast and you need to treat everyone in your organization great you know like the you you need in all honesty you need to treat everyone like the ceo of the company and do your best all the time so the one thing that i have to say is that this whole concept, though, of of responding to emails, doing good, always being, uh, you know, the, this high performer. Sometimes you there's there's a sort of a, a dark side of it too, which is stress and being overworked, 
right? Um, a lot of times there's more work than hours in the day to do them. And this is where having that work-life balance is also important. Uh, I, I, I can understand hustle culture, you know, that's that's a good thing to a certain point. But if there's one thing we've learned in this, this pandemic uh, era is, is that mental health and, and being able to have that balance is very important. So yes, respond to your emails, be responsive and do all that good stuff. Be kind to your own family and yourself as well, right? So set those boundaries as well. That yeah, I will respond to you, but after X amount of time, unless it's an emergency, I'm not getting on that. It can wait. Work's always gonna be there tomorrow as well. And if you don't do that, what, what happens is you will get so stressed and so just down physically and emotionally that you're not going to be able to do that good work during business hours anyways. So you, you have to find that balance. So that's just one thing I wanted to say that is that no matter how hard you want to work, part of working hard is also recovering hard. Absolutely. Burnout is a real thing in this industry. It's it's yeah. it, it happens to nearly, I think, everyone. I think every, everyone mm -hmm. at some point in their IT career experiences burnout and everyone experiences it differently. Yeah. It varies depending on what type of position you're in and what type of employer you're mm -hmm. working for. Uh, you know, you you have a few really great bosses that recognize it and will say, "Hey, you know, you don't need to be. That's that's not gonna. That's not production yeah. or customer facing issue. Don't worry about that today. Worry mm -hmm. about that tomorrow when you come back in. You know, or, or so on. Um, yeah. But sometimes you you don't have that to identify, yeah. and you know, a company will let you let you work yourself ragged um and you need to identify that yourself not mm -hmm. at a point where you're not changing the amount you care but you also need to recognize that you know family comes first in all honesty yeah. and you know you have to take care of yourself so you can be at 100 percent the very next day so. yeah no absolutely it's 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 very important especially now that you work from home at least i do uh, and many other people do you lack that human interaction. Sure, like we're on Zoom calls all the time, right? And and Teams calls, but but there's still actual human interaction you need, no matter how much of an introvert or extrovert you could be. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and a lot of those work from home positions, sometimes it's you don't get that differentiate, you don't get that disconnect from work because right. oh, work is just over there on the dining table or whatever, wherever <laughs> you know. That's um, dangerous. <laughs> it, it, it's it's hard to differentiate work and home activities and you know you'll hear the email come in and you're like oh i'm just going to go ahead yeah. and tend to this now <laughs> sometimes you just need to remind yourself you know fine go check it make sure it's not something urgent but uh -huh. does it have to be answered right this second can it wait till tomorrow you know yeah. um that's perfectly acceptable so just yeah, kind of I mean, use your own I, judgment I, I yeah, yeah. Um, I, I've, I've worked in operations pretty much all my life. So the nature of operations is it's a 24-7 thing, right? You're always there. Yep. Um, but even there, you look at teams, uh, there's people who are on call, who are secondary, and then you're not, right? When you're not, just don't be on call. Don't be still trying to, trying to solve other people's problems. Yes, yeah, sometimes there's something very important. It's all hands on deck. Sure, you got to jump in. But when it's your time off, enjoy that time off. Take your vacation time. I don't know how many times uh, you got to deal with people. You get to the end of the year and they have like weeks of vacation yes. piled up. Take your time. Take it in the right parts of the year so that you're always refreshed and recharged. 
Absolutely. And, you know, um, you, you hit the nail on the head there. So, so I hope that discussion sparked some action items for you to take on your IT career journey. If you have any questions at all, please make sure and put them in the comments below. I try to get back to every single one of you. If you haven't already, make sure you hit that thumbs up. Thank you guys for tuning in. And until next time, take it easy.